You are tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matas Weingast. It's the 4th of December, 4th of Kislev, 5777, 69th, and uh, it is a, uh, it's a nice day out today, 39 degrees and cloudy outside of our studios. It's going up to a high of 45 degrees, partly cloudy and 37 degrees tonight with 70% chance of rain. And tomorrow it's supposed to rain also. Okay, that's not so great. I mean, we need the rain, but you know. 58 degrees in Jerusalem right now, partly cloudy. 46 degrees is the expected low uh, tonight. We are uh, on the Nachum Siegel Network, as we have always been for the last four years or so. And uh, big change, of course, last week on Friday when the JM and the AM program became the exclusive program. the exclusive, uh, I'll do the other way around, the Nachum Siegel Network became the exclusive home of the of JM and the AM. Uh, it really didn't make a big change for most people because everybody listening uh, here to me now, for instance, uh, listens to um, JM and the AM digitally. Uh, but uh, it was a uh, it was a nice move, uh, and it will uh, continue to uh, JM and the AM will continue to grow, of course. So, you know, those uh, who may not have switched over yet. If you know anybody, try to help them out. Uh, it's very easy to do. You can go to NachumSiegel.com and see all uh, the different options on how to switch over if um, if you know some people who haven't already. Uh, if you uh, want to send us a request, you can do so on Facebook. Uh, the, uh, the name of our page is uh, JM Sunday. You can send me an email at matis at nachamsegel.com, M-A-T-T-E-S at nachamsegel.com. Hope your week was great and your Shabbos was fantastic. Uh, we're looking forward to a nice week this week. And uh, this morning on our show, we have Rabbi Goldwasser at 7.30 and the news from Israel uh, at uh, at 8 o'clock with Hannah Julian. I just uh, spoke with Hannah and uh, I think she'll be uh, talking about a number of things, including she's going to try to give an update on what's going on in Amona in Israel, uh, over in the West Bank, so-called West Bank. Uh, my guest this morning at about 8.15 will be Neely Block, who's Israeli, who is an Israeli Mai Tai champion. She represents Israel. She was just uh, in uh, Kazan. Russia this past, uh, let's see, was it last week or so? She'll tell us what's going on there. And uh, as she gets set for the World Games coming up next year. Uh, so that'll be about 8.15. And uh, you know, we'll be playing Jewish music. 
throughout the rest of the time. Programming, of course, continues all day long on the stream with great encore presentations and the court report with Elliot Weiselberg at 7 o'clock tonight on the stream. I don't have an update as to what Elliot will be presenting tonight, but of course it'll be a wrap-up of uh, the sports, and he usually has some uh, more in-depth information on different uh, on different things. All right, we're going to get to the music. It's uh, 7.08 in the morning Eastern Time here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. We appreciate you joining us. We thank you very much. And here is Oneg Shemesh.
השלום, מלאכי השלום, מלאכי עליון. ממלך מלאכי המלאכים, הקדוש ברוך הוא. צאתכם בשלום, מלאכי השלום. in the morning here on JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you on this, uh, the 4th of December 2016, the 4th of Kislev 5777. Tonight begins uh, Vesein Talumotar. We begin to say it. And uh, our our friend Rabbi Benji Kramer sent over a note uh, to mention that uh, the Sephardim don't just simply say a few words like... uh, by just changing to Vesein Talumatar, but uh, there is an entire longer bracha called Barech Aleinu. And looking at uh, one of the Koran Sidurim here, uh, I see, in fact, that uh, Barech Aleinu is, uh, is much different than uh, than what uh, what we say. They started, of course, with Barech Aleinu, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Azos, Yes, Kalmineh, and then... Uh, continue with uh, with a a much longer bracha for that. So uh, it's quite interesting, quite nice to see what is uh, what is said in the Sephardic tradition. Um, and uh, it's yeah, it's a long one. It's a long one. Very nice. So anybody has a chance to to read it, it's, it's something uh, something interesting. Um, Sephardic and Ashkenazic traditions are uh, different. The Minhagim are different, and the uh, davening is uh, is different in many different way, in many ways. Uh, so it is something of interest there. Now, in uh, b- between Pesach and uh, December fourth, and that's a whole other issue as to why the Saint Talmater goes primarily in the diaspora in the uh, English calendar. But that's for another discussion. Uh, they say a shorter bracha called Barchenu. Um, so thank you, Rabbi Benji Kramer, for uh, filling us in on that and letting us know. And we are happy to uh, to share that knowledge with everyone. It's always nice to know what the different minhagim are. And uh, speaking of uh, speaking of a little bit of Torah, it is time for Rabbi David Goldwasser uh, with morning chizuk and Rabbi Goldwasser's words: Lazecha Nishmas, Rav Zev Bar Yosef Alevi. And Esther Basra Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Hagoyin Rabbi Yosef notes that when one is proficient in war, 
he's awarded with a golden sword. If someone's an ace pilot, he's bestowed with golden wings. However, Abel Yashav says Pinchas was a skilled warrior. He was rewarded with something else, a bris shalom, a covenant of peace, because through his actions, he was able to achieve peace in Klal Yisroel. We learn in Perkyavos, Hillel says, Be among the students of Aaron, loving peace and pursuing peace, loving people, bring them close to Torah. Why is it necessary to include the qualification to be among the disciples of Aaron, along with all the other remarkable midos that the Tana enumerates? We would have to say that Hillel's intent was that each of the wonderful midos is only praiseworthy if it has the signature of Aaron. It has to accomplish its goal. The Talmud tells us in Uktsan that Hashem could find no greater vessel to contain the blessing except for peace. Like utensil that's made to hold its contents, Shalom is called a vessel because it is the only receptacle that can effectively carry blessing. The Shalom has to be genuine, established through guidelines of Torah, as opposed to a hypocritical peace intended solely to promote strife. There's a story of a couple who were arguing. They owned it in. The husband and wife were constantly arguing and cursing each other until the guests could no longer tolerate the strife and they would avoid going there. Eventually, the couple decided to arrange a get as the inn was no longer bringing in any people who would stay. The rope suggested that when they become enraged at each other, they should instead bless each other and wish each other well, even if their real desire was to curse the spouse. In this way, the atmosphere would be more conducive to hosting guests. The couple agreed to do so. Slowly, business began to pick up. One day, they started to argue. It began to escalate. Their hands reached out. They were almost going to hit each other. The guests were astounded because a minute ago, all had seemed peaceful and tranquil. In truth, the reconciliation had been bogus. The Shalom of Aaron Akoin was sincere. It included the pursuit of peace. If he heard there was a dispute, he would run to attempt the reconciliation of the parties. Our Mepharshim tell us that peace is so important, we are obligated to actually pursue it, like it says in Tehillim, Bakesh Shalom Virad Feyu, seek peace and pursue it. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Tell those you know, or even some strangers. Tell them to come and dance the hora, hora. To the dance floor, Mazel Tov. 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 Oh, the gates they're open wide. Oh, Our children by our side. Oh, this dance floor is alive. Your troubles Tell them to go and dance Kizatska, Kizatska Tell all your friends Your brothers, your neighbors Tell them a day is dancing Hora, hora To the dance floor, Mazel Tov 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 Let's 
כל העולם כולו גשר צר מיוי, גשר צר
that came before me Oh, what a way to turn 13 I've studied so much Torah And like a supernova I will explode onto the scene They tell me I'm a man now I couldn't understand how But now I realize what it means Cause now I'm on a mission As I embrace tradition I'm gonna change the world for better One misheard at a time I'm on a brand new journey I've got my papers burning
Kiva Tolchin with Lachadodi, with Lachadodi here on JM Sunday. Uh, before that, we heard from 613, Ephraim Mendelssohn, Shalshelis, Amiran, Devere, Shlomo da- Dax, and uh, Eighth Day. All in the last half hour after morning chizuk here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network, on the all-digital, always 24-6 Nachum Siegel Network. And... Uh, the uh, the exciting news last week, of course, on Friday, JM and the AM became the um, became exclusive to the Nachum Siegel Network, and uh, so many people, uh, you know, actually I should say the other way around, very few people have not changed over yet. So if you know anybody who hasn't uh, changed over from the uh, terrestrial radio, as Nachum likes to call it, to uh, to digital platform, please help them out. It's very easy to do, extremely easy to do. It really is. Uh, let's see. It's 8.01 in the morning. We're going to get to news from Israel in a moment. Following the news from Israel, uh, we'll be joined by Neely Block, who uh, is the Israeli Muay Thai champion, and uh, we'll talk to her about uh, her recent and upcoming bouts around the world. And uh, that's what we'll do. And then, of course, more music, as always. It's the 4th of December, 4th of Kislev. Tonight we say Vesein Talamatar. Svartim say uh, a lot more than that. They had a special bracha, uh, and I uh, talked about it before. You can look it up in one of the Svartim uh, Sidurim. It's very nice, uh, but for Ashkenazim we say just Vesein Talamatar, and Svartim uh, say a, uh, a whole lot more. <laughs> uh, it is a time for our news from Israel, Hanan Julian. Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at jewishpress.com joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Marcus. And a nice, bright, sunny day that it really was. It's 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 been... It was rainy over the weekend, but uh, it did pay off, which I will uh, talk about later in our... Uh, later in the newscast. Let me tell you what's been going on first. Um, there's been quite a bit, actually. Um, 
just when you think it's safe to come out of the polling station, it's not quite that way, at least not if you're a dual citizen. The Yeshatid Party, led by Yair Lapid, has officially proposed a bill in the Knesset that will bring down the government if it's passed. The bill would dissolve the Knesset, which was elected only last March, and would bring on early elections in Israel. The proposal is basically a no-confidence motion. It's not likely to pass, but it makes the point that the government of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is facing a new political battle, just as the United States is finally ending their own. Some of that division has to do with the Jewish community of Amona, located in Samaria. Netanyahu said this morning at the start of the weekly cabinet meeting that everyone is putting in extra hours to find a responsible solution to the situation in Amona and to similar situations while protecting the court of law. Avichai Boron, the head of the Amona Council, says residents and others who are opposing expulsion from their homes in that community on December 25th plan to use their bodies to block it. They're calling it a physical but nonviolent fight. Attorney General Avichai Mandelblit has suggested moving the residents to a nearby hill until a permanent solution is found. All this has to do with the fact that the Supreme Court ruled that residents of that town have to leave their homes because the town was apparently built on private Palestinian land. And since then, the government has been trying to reach a solution that will satisfy everyone. Now, as the security apparatus is completing the plans to evacuate the community, uh, the NRG Hebrew language website has reported that the Haredi Nahal Battalion, Netzach Yehuda, uh, which has been posted in recent months downhill from Amona in the town of Ofra, has received orders to prepare to relocate to a different section. And that's despite the fact that battalion's original date to relocate was reportedly on December 14th. Uh, there have been leaks in the news media about the relocation. That probably means that these religious soldiers are uh, not really willing to do the relocation, uh, and so the order was rescinded for the time being. There's a source inside the battalion that has said they received the order over the weekend to prepare for immediate relocation. Uh, no one knows whether that's going to happen or not. This story is on the homepage of the Jewish Press, so you can check that out. The soldiers have been uh, saying that they don't want to do the expulsion. They did not sign up for the army in order to pull Jews out of their homes, and they are objecting to these orders. It's not just Nahal Yehuda, it's not just Netzach Yehuda that is uh, uh, objecting to being used in this manner out of their homes, and therefore there are some major problems coming up, not just in the IDF, but also in Magav, the uh, border guard police. So there's a lot of problems going on, and uh, therefore the government is working overtime to try to come up with some solutions. Let me give you a few more headlines now uh, in the time we have left. Four Gaza diggers have been found dead in a smuggling tunnel, this one linking Gaza to Egypt. 
The tunnel was flooded nine days ago by the Egyptian army. Hamas and other terrorist groups used the tunnels for transporting weapons and personnel in and out of Gaza. And the Finance Committee in Israel has approved a long-term savings program for Israeli children. The program goes live on January 1st if it passes the vote in the Knesset plenum before the end of this month. And good news on the environmental front. Lake Kinneret rose this past weekend by two inches. That rose the current level of the lake to 701.5 feet below the sea level. That's 213.8 meters in European terms. All the rain this weekend was very helpful. The Water Authority says the rain caused the largest single rise in the lake in the past four years. The lake is still 5 meters, 16.5 feet below the red line. The red line means the lake is at capacity. Let's take a quick look at the forecast. Um, right now it's cloudy and it is 55, the high today was 69 degrees. It's going to be 55 degrees tonight in uh, Ashkelon, which is along the coast. I'm talking about the uh, port city of Ashkelon, nice beach. Uh, but it's a little bit colder tonight in Jerusalem, 48 degrees. It was 60. And on Monday, which is tomorrow, the same, basically the same, Partly cloudy, partly cloudy until Wednesday, as a matter of fact. Same, 60 degrees during the day, 50 at night. On Wednesday, full sun, beautiful, gorgeous, 60 degrees, clear skies. Uh, oddly enough, almost the same weather that we've been having uh, and we've been seeing here in New York, uh, which, thank God, I'm leaving tomorrow, <laughs> interestingly enough. Um, after a quick visit here. Um, but it, the weather is beautiful, just beautiful in Israel, and nice crisp days. And after the rainstorm they had, it is going to be just fantastic weather. And that means that my fish pond and my koi fish are going to be coming up to the surface to get fed. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> They're hungry, but but you know, Matis, I I found out that fish in the winter, um, winter such as it is in the Negev, only eat twice a week. Wow, that's they pretty eat good. Twice a week, and that's in the <laughs> Negev, which is really a lot warmer actually in the winter. As a matter of fact, uh, in a rod, um, which I'll tell you about. Uh, in Arad. I'm looking it up right now as we speak because Arad is really interesting in the winter. Um, let me see because Arad is a really interesting place. In Arad, in the winter, it goes up to, well, it, because it's at the same height as Jerusalem, it was today, it was 64 degrees. Oh, wow, beautiful. Yeah, but it, but it, goes, it goes a little higher. At around noontime, it, it spikes. But even though it spikes, the fish will still not come up. They hide under the rocks and under the plants in the winter. And even if you put the food up on the surface for them to come, they just won't come up. Well, they have a calendar. They know what day it is and what month it is. So uh, they're, they're like bears. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Anyway, have a great week, everyone. Uh, Shavuot Tov, and uh, see you next week.
This is Connie Julian for Jam Sunday. Thank you so much. That's our news from Israel. Thanks, Connie Julian. We'll see you next week right here on Jam Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're going to go back to the music, and in a few minutes we'll be joined by Neely Block, who uh, will talk to us about her latest adventures around the world as a representative of uh, the Israeli uh, Muay Thai team. Here's Sholi Waldner on JM Sunday.
Charlie Waldner with Avinu here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you. It's 16 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock Eastern Time in the morning. We're on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are exclusive to the Nachum Siegel Network. And uh, this uh, past Friday, as I've been mentioning, as you all know, uh, JM and the AM became the exclusive, uh, became exclusive to the Nachum Siegel Network. And uh, it is a, it was a very seamless Switch over and uh, a continuation. Actually, it wasn't even a switch. It was just it's not on FMU anymore. So Nachum will be back tomorrow morning, six a.m. and possibly even a little bit earlier. Friday morning he did a bonus uh, JM before six thirty. I had the the privilege, the honor to be on the air with him at about five forty in the morning. The show officially starts at six with Modani, but. You know, keep it tuned to the stream, NachumSiegel.com, NSN app. If you know anyone who does not have it yet, uh, it's so easy to get and so easy to listen on so many digital platforms. Uh, so listen, because you never know when Nachum's going to pop in. We have great programming all day long here today, including Encore presentations later on today, and The Court Report with Elliot Weiselberg at 7 p.m. tonight with uh, the latest wrap-up in uh, the world of sports. It's 8.17 in the morning, a drop later than expected, but uh, I apologize for that. I want to welcome back to the airwaves Neely Block, who is a Muay Thai champion from Israel. Neely, welcome back to JM Sunday. Thank you very much, Manis. Good morning and uh, good afternoon to everyone listening abroad. Good morning and good afternoon, absolutely, around the world. We even have some early morning listeners over in California, and, and there it's only 5.15 in the morning, and by you it's about 3.15 in Israel. Uh, so I uh, wanted to ask you first off, uh, where are you in the world rankings now since we last spoke in, uh, in Muay Thai as a representative of the State of Israel? Uh, I'm ranked number one. Um, as uh, as you know, in the world, last World Championships, I took uh, I won first place. Um, taking over from uh, the finals um, over Ukraine. Wow. So now, in what in what category? It's, is it different weight categories like in the other martial arts uh, sports? Yeah, it's uh, different weight categories. Um, obviously, I'm the I'm the senior. That age, but 19 plus, you know, I'm 21, I'm against someone who's 19 or 30 plus. Wow. So I'm considered a senior. Fantastic. Uh, So that must be very exciting to to maintain that. It it takes a lot of work, obviously, for you to to continue, and you have to uh, appear in a number of different bouts and keep on qualifying. I know over the last month or so, you were in two different places. Uh, Most recently, I think, in Kazan, Russia. And before that, um, I, I forgot where you were at, but uh, I, I know you had a bout there. So why don't you fill us in on the last couple of uh, bouts you've been in? Yeah, so uh, about a month and a half ago, um, I was in Slovenia, uh, Maribor. Um, I was there for a uh, kickboxing competition. Um, and unfortunately, I lost the first bout um, against Ukraine. Um she wasn't that much better than me. It was just uh, I did some uh, um, illegal moves that it basically come from uh, the sport of Muay Thai. Um, therefore, they took off some points towards the end of the fight, and I gave her, gave her the win, basically. 
Right, I I remember seeing that, and uh, it was disappointing because you seem to be ahead in uh, in points up until the end, and the judge's decision is based on those uh, those moves. You know, if, if for for a minute, let me ask you, how difficult is it? I mean, obviously the training you, you do is tremendous, but when you're in a bout, how difficult is it to be careful about the the um, the types of moves that you do so that they are within within the rules? Um, when you're when you're in there and and the adrenaline is rushing, uh, right? Um, so it has to do a lot also with your uh, training before. Obviously, whatever you how you train when uh, whatever you do in your training uh, is gonna be in perform that in your fight. Um, and before I flew, I was in a training camp in Thailand, so that wasn't uh, the smartest idea because obviously training camp in Thailand uh, has to do with a lot of Muay Thai moves. Um, so in my uh, in my system, um, and it, it has to do with the switch in your mind, you know, like in that same second, as well as the training. But I think it's mostly the training rather than uh, right. The discipline uh, obviously is is tremendous. You train, I'm sure you train every single day. Um, yeah, in, I'm actually on my things. way home now. From uh, I mean, I had a training session this morning. I went to physiotherapy, and unfortunately. The work that the physio did, uh, I had to cancel my second workout. So. Right. Uh, who, if I may ask, because uh, we we didn't discuss this last time, but who is your? Um, do you have a primary trainer uh, that you uh, you want to mention? So my primary trainer is uh, Benny Cogan. I've been with him since the age of ten. So uh, it's over a decade now. Wow. Um, except for that, you know, I have to have. Uh, other, other uh, specialists in, that are part of uh, of my team, I guess you could say, uh, in office administration and physio or uh, trainer. Uh, but my primary coach is Benny Colgan. Beautiful. Now, when you are um, about to, uh, oh, now, okay. So we spoke about the one that you did before. Now, what about the most recent one in Russia? Right. So about a week ago, uh, I got back from uh, Russia, Kazan. Uh, last house. Um there was uh, the World Cup to place there. That's um, actually a city where a lot of sport events uh, are held. It's a really big sport uh, city. Uh, except for that, there's also actually a big uh, Chabad. Uh, uh, they're happening there with like all all the Chabad team came there or something. I don't know like there what it was, but. Uh, Wow. Uh, that was cool. Um, so the World Cup, it was another uh, competition to qualify for the World Games this upcoming July. Uh, I qualified already in June in the World uh, World Championship. So it didn't really matter whether I uh, what my what my uh, result was here, but obviously, you know, as a competitor, I wanted to win. Uh, so there was there was a time to come and see. Uh, what would work and what would what wouldn't? Right now, the World Games that are coming up next year—they're going to be held in Poland, uh, as I understand it. And you explained this to me another time uh, a little while ago. The World Games are for uh, sports that are not yet in the Olympics, but it is Olympic level competition. Do I have that right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So, for um, instance, judo. All, yeah. Oh, oh, 
I, I was I was just saying I'm sorry that for instance judo is a um, in the martial arts judo is a an Olympic sport and of course as you know the first uh, the first medal Olympic medal ever um, for Israel was uh, won by Yael Arad back in uh, Barcelona during uh, in judo in uh, the Olympics um, but it's for uh, these are for non Olympic sports I'm sorry as you were saying. Yes, so um, so for non Olympic sports, um, what could mean many, like just uh, in the martial arts, I know it's Jiu Jitsu, Muay Thai, kickboxing, other, many other sports, uh, maybe even also acrobatics or something, um, but multiple, multiple uh, sports um, that still come to mind right now. Um, and you have to qualify, just like uh, the Olympics. Right, and the you, highest level that you can get to. And you are now uh, automatically qualified. I mean, meaning you're you're qualified now. You don't have to do anything else to qualify. And you'll be participating in those games. Correct, um, but obviously you want to come prepared as much as you can and still compete and feel fresh and cute. So you still go and compete in this competition. Right, and it also gives you the poss- the the. Um, you also have the possibility of competing against people that will also be in the World Games and competing against them beforehand to, I guess, get exactly. their style, get their, you know, rhythm, get get to figure out how to beat them. <laughs> so they, as, as we speak, there's um, the Pan American competition happening in uh, When is that going to be? It's happening right now. Oh, okay. Wow. Taking place Excellent. Um, you know, one of the things that we talk about here, Neely Block is our guest this morning, uh, Israeli um, Muay Thai competitor, world champion, and uh, and uh, competitor in the uh, in the World Games coming up in I think it's uh, I think it's July of next year in Poland. Uh, Neely, one of the things we talk about is the um, the pride that people have in being a representative of the state of Israel. That certainly comes through. Uh, whether you win or don't win, you you have an Israeli flag with you, uh, and it is clear that um, that you are very proud of being a representative from the state of Israel. What goes through your mind, uh, if if anything, at that point? You know, as a representative, do you do you feel that? Does it add a little oomph to to what you do? How, how does it make you feel? It's an amazing feeling. Um, whatever the the final result, you know, like you said, win or lose. Um, it's that feeling that I could uh, go around with the Israeli flag on my back, and uh, and it's being it's, it's being a uh, uh, what's the word? Representative. A representative, but uh, an ambassador. You know, it's my mom's ambassador of my state, so I have to act uh, accordingly. Uh, I don't do it, you know, two face. I do it because that's who I am. I, I, um, I come and shake everyone's hands there. I can smile. I can speak to the friends. Um, as, as far as, uh, beyond sport, you know, you have to come and really be the friends. Um, and I have many friends from different countries. It's amazing. You know, if I ever end up in those countries, I know who I can call. Um, and it's fun. It's amazing. Right. It's the best feeling. What has the reaction been from uh, the, the reaction that you've received when you've gone overseas to to compete? Has the reaction been generally positive to you as a representative of Israel? Very, very positive. Um, I can even uh, say that 
uh, a half year ago in Sweden in a world championship. Uh, it was only me and my coach representing Israel. And you hear in the videos, um, you hear the crowd cheering and chanting my name and Israel. And they talking about the countries, uh, uh, New Zealand, Ukraine, uh, New Zealand, Peru, uh, uh, Portugal, these countries, you know, Maybe you see that there's one representative and you hear the crowd on their feet. So, uh, Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that, I'm sure it's a great feeling and uh, it's good to have that uh, camaraderie among the the competitors and, uh, you know, to make the friendships there and, and uh, over and above just the, the basic uh, competition. Uh, Neely Block, I want to thank you again for joining us. Uh, as before, we, uh, we like to keep up with what you're doing and how you're doing so that... Uh, of course, as a proud representative, as a proud ambassador, as you say, from the state of Israel, uh, and uh, we encourage you to uh, to certainly continue. We look forward to the World Games and see how how that turns out. Uh, and you know, again, thank you for joining us here on JM Sunday and sharing your experiences. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Anytime. That was Neely Block from uh, Israel. Uh, my twice. My. <laughs> Muay Thai champion, world champion in her category. And she'll be going on to a few other um, competitions in the coming months. And then in July, she'll be competing in the International World Games taking place in uh, Poland, July of 2017. It is uh, 8.30 in the morning here on JM Sunday on the Nahum Siegel Network. Um, I mentioned before that Elliot Weiselberg will be on at 7 o'clock tonight with Court Report, giving us a wrap-up of the... Um, of what's going on in the world of sports. And uh, I was looking just to see. I don't have it yet. Maybe before the end of the show, Elliot will give me an update and let me know what's going to be on, uh, if he has any special interviews or anything like that today, and I'll let you know, of course. It's the um, it's the 4th of December, 4th of Kislev. And uh, we're going to go back to the music. We have up next Hafachta from the Samachti album. Here on JM Sunday. Saki, Bata, 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 Bata,
Kayser 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 Yitni Lechu Kayser Yitni Lechu Hashem Eloi Kaini Maluchi Maluchi Avoi Nai Malu Imamachu Yisru Ail Kevitzai Matu Kayser, 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 Yachad, 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 Ki Yilok, Ki Yishu, Lechu, Lechu Yishalayshi. Yachad, 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 Ki Yilok, Ki Yishu, Lechu, the
We end with Isaac Honig and Kessler here on JM Sunday. Thanks, everybody, for listening and joining us this morning. Thanks to Neely Block for joining us from Israel. Rabbi Goldwasser, thank you. And Hannah Julian with the news from Israel Live here on uh, on JM Sunday. Uh, Nachum will be back tomorrow morning on JM in the AM, which is now exclusive to the Nachum Siegel Network. And... Uh, very, very exciting. But you have to, you know, check in early on the stream also because on Friday, Nachum was actually on at 5.30. The show officially began at 6 with Mo Da'ani, but you had some JM in the AM bonus time. Uh, great programming continues all day long here on the stream. We have encore presentations, a music mix, and a court report with Elliot Weiselberg at 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we'll see you next Sunday uh, right here on JM Sunday. Have a great week, everyone, and uh, enjoy the rest of today and all week long.